Hi, my name is Maddie Tanner, and today in this podcast, I will be discussing the outcomes of the growth of Native American casinos and how it has affected neighboring towns and cities. The establishments of Native American casinos have played a significant role in economic growth, bettering the lives of many reservation residents through the improvement in unemployment, health care, roads, and other community needs. However, the establishment of casinos has also caused negative effects in circumstances such as when they are not managed properly or do not have the most ideal location. I will be discussing the history of Native American casinos, its impacts, and why it is important. In 1832, the U.S. Supreme Court affirmed the freedom of the Native American tribes to self-govern, enabling them to regulate anything from fishing, hunting, and mining rights to the establishment of gaming casinos. In the 1960s, Nevada was the only state permitted to run lotteries. From the bingo games to casino slot machines, Native American people had not yet encountered the potential of gambling. It wasn't until the 1970s when a number of Native American tribes began developing bingo operations for the purpose of maximizing revenues to finance tribal governments. By 1987, the Kazabin Band, a small tribe located near Palm Springs, California, claimed that its position as a sovereign government has prohibited state intervention in its relations. Thus, the U.S. Supreme Court confirmed one of the most extreme turning points for tribal governments, the legitimate right of Native American tribes to sell gambling on reserved property while free of state interference. In other words, this means that casinos located on reservations would no longer be taxed. Along with other tribes, the Cabazon Band ran a small bingo parlor and a poker room on their reservations. As state authorities in California tried to shut down its gambling, the band sued the state, and the lawsuit made it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. It was held by the Supreme Court that since California allowed gambling and also promoted it through the state's lottery, its law only restricted gambling rather than banning it. The state, accordingly, could not impose its gambling laws. The verdict, furthermore, opened the option of gaming to Native Americans. Native American casinos have provided major economic and social advantages for the communities around them. In addition, Native American casinos have a measurably greater positive economic and social impact compared to non-Native American casinos for local communities. The reason for this is that Native American casinos are more likely to be located in a relatively low-cost area before any other introduction to casinos. Before 1989, the average unemployment rate for Native American tribes was 38%, but by 1995, the unemployment rate for tribes near opening casinos had decreased by 13%, while the same rate remained unchanged for tribes without casinos. Native American governments are using gaming revenues to participate in a number of local charities and election campaigns. For example, about 200 tribes have contributed $28 million to federal campaigns and national political parties since 1969. Tribal groups have since invested in communities' needs. Examples of this are roads, motels, restaurants, retail shops, banks, and libraries. The addition of these locations' businesses thus provides more employment opportunities. In response, a variety of vacancies have generated efficient gaming companies whose profits and employment provide substantial socioeconomic gains, decreased welfare payments, enhanced clinical outcomes, and easier access to education. 
Other than having substantial positive social effects, certain tribes have only had humble impacts instead of significant. For instance, a number of Native American tribes have tried to gamble operations with efficient revenue that will sustain tribal governments. However, these communities only manage to prevent conditions from deteriorating at best. The challenges to health, welfare, and hope in Native American nation remain immense considering the advances achieved by tribal governments for our indigenous families since the beginning of Native American gambling. There are even several tribes whose gambling profits make a minimal beneficial effect on the social challenges due to remoteness or geographic competition, restricting its success of the gambling business. Social challenges for these tribes are also monumental communities. For these Native Americans, implementing casinos does not carry drastic or even small improvements to employment and welfare. Instead, the general welfare of the tribes is based on the number of federal funds. Although the social and economic effects can be minimal for some tribes as a whole, the gains could be reasonably important for those whose lives are specifically impacted by work and government incremental spending. So even if Native American gambling groups have been made notable, not all tribal casinos have been successful. Some casinos in the state of Washington, including the Lumi and Nooksack casinos, and other small regional casinos in northern states, lack in success, which is mainly due to poor, impractical locations, high debt-to-earning ratios, and inadequate management from both the tribes and the management of hired companies. Indian gambling today is a visible exercise in the sovereign power of tribes. Its industry remains solid, despite harsh economic conditions. Although the statistics for the financial year 2008 decrease, in some parts of the world, Native American gaming still thrives. I personally think these operations are beneficial to communities as long as these casinos are located in prime locations and the untaxed money is distributed to the improvement of the area's business and infrastructure.